No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. The WhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop and who that too Black and Gold family, man. We in this thing. Wednesday stream hump day is going down. Sports coma in the building. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. Like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm in the building. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. I appreciate you guys chiming in. Please feel free to hit upon the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Much love to the fam. Appreciate you guys. I uh, hope, you, hope you're having a pretty good week. It's almost over as we approach in Thursday uh, for a camel day, as we call it. <laughs> From the camel god, Humpticus. <laughs> Much love to the fam, man. I appreciate y'all being up in the stream. Big ups to the fam. And this was entitled Tyron Matthew Saints Contract Details and More. It won't be a long stream. We'll be back tomorrow, fam, with a longer stream on the Thursday edition uh, as the Saints schedule uh, will be released and we'll go over it, get your thoughts. I'll open up the phone lines tomorrow, get you guys' thoughts on uh, what do you think about 
uh, the Saints schedule. That'll be tomorrow's show. We also will have some uh, information in terms of uh, some more information on the training camp, the mini camp that's uh, uh, the Saints are running as well. So much love to the fam. Big ups to the rest of the fam. Brother Tory Shepard Sr., who that to you? Inevitable. Who that to you? In the groove. What's up, fam? Who that to you? Be kind is in the building. Who that to you as well? Appreciate you. Brother Jerry's in the building. Who that to you, OG? All right, Linda, what's up, queen? Who that to you? Chemo is in the building. What's up, Chemo? How you doing, brother? KT, what's up, fam? Happy birthday to you, KT, man. Let's wish brother KT a, a wonderful who that birthday. Much love to you, my brother. Thank you uh, for uh, representing uh, the who that nation, always bringing uh, good insight on uh, your uh, scouts and uh, insight on football. So happy birthday to you, my brother. Hope you uh, having a good birthday and many, many more to follow, my friend. Thank you for being here. All right, Josh Goat 23. What's up, Josh? Who that to you? Brother Eric, how you doing, brother? I see you. Gundam is in the building. Who that to you? Kai. What's up, Kai? Who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. All right. What's up, Etra? Who that to you, fam? Appreciate you, queen. All right, Colinator. What's up, brother? How you doing? Ramon, how you doing, fam? Uh, brother Devin, what's up, fam? Who that to you? Tyler. Who that to you as well? KB, what's happening to the queens out there? Miguel, how you doing, fam? What's up, Miguel? Been a while, fam. Hope everything going swell with you. Who that, Dana? What's up, queen? Who that to you as well? Appreciate you. Uh, Brian Pearson is in the building. Swack fan is in the building. Who that to my fam? M much love to the fam, man. All right, what's up, Nathan? I see you, fam. Appreciate you. B. Thomas, what's up, brother Thomas? How you doing? Yen, I see you. Slim, much love, fam. T. Scott's in the building as well. Much love. What's up, Christine? My name is Michael, and we are meeting the schedule. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Uh, much love to the rest of the fam. Appreciate all of y'all out there. Hit the like button, fam. All right. What's up, Antoinette? Who that to you, queen? Appreciate you. Coach Tab, how you doing, fam? Much love. Sean, what's up, brother? Hi, good, good to see you out there as well. Brother T's in the building. 504 Cole. Pick it and flick it as well. And much love to the rest of the fam. That's chiming in. Much love. And thank you guys for being here on this show i won't hold you guys long in this edition like i said tomorrow will be a longer show what's up handy and newton who that to your fam good to see y'all man hope everything going good with y'all as well much love to the fam man uh so yeah tomorrow we'll be doing we'll have the scheduled show uh where we'll go over and see what's going on but in this one fam got a pretty decent smaller show that i'm gonna go over i'm not gonna hold you that long uh clint what's up clint big ups to your fam appreciate you all right, so we're going to go over a few things. And, of course, the Tyron Matthew contract details is out. And uh, we, it's coming straight from Sport Track, one of my favorite resources in terms of using uh, for capnomics and contracts and whatnot. And, we, of course, it, it fits with the... <laughs> and his understudy, uh, Kai Hartley. You know, that's Mickey Loomis, man, right there working on those contracts. And we know exactly how it would roll out, how uh, Mickey set it up, man. You know, his stamp, you know, he puts his stamp on these contracts. So it's, ex it's exactly what we thought it would be. <laughs> we know Mickey too good, man. We know when we're not, when I seen the contract and we talked about, you know, I told this to Ross on Monday. I said, man, you know how Mickey Loomis going to roll this thing out, man. <laughs> At like first year going to be mad small. And then you're going to push it the, the years. You're going to have phantom years mixed up in there and everything. I'm going to show y'all uh, the contract according to Sport Track. So, yeah, it, it's funny. A Tragic 504 is in the building as well. And appreciate Yeah, that's right, Linda. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's right, Clint. Ah, uh, ask Dennis. Talk to Dennis. That's right. There you go. Who there, Annie? What's up, Queen? How you doing? Appreciate you being here. All right. What's up, Soul Fanger 12? Much love, fam. Appreciate you. But yeah, we'll go over that. Uh, we'll go over the contract. We'll talk a few, uh, a couple of articles and things. It might be about 35, 40 minutes worth of work here. And also, um, I got my player interview from one of my favorite all time. What's up, Tasha, baby? Who that to you, Queen? Uh, Kevin Conley, who that fam? Big Ant, I see you, fam. We're gonna play, you know, uh, from Mike Hoss. Mike Hoss been man, long time man. Mike is an old school Mike Hoss, an old school commentator. That's like coming up in New Orleans, man. Mike Hoss, Ed Daniels, much love, much respect to Ed Daniels. He don't get nearly the credit uh, for what Ed Daniels doing. You know, you got to give a lot of credit to Ed Daniels, man, uh, for the old school way and the true New Orleans. People know who Ed Daniels is. He's been putting in work for years, especially covering the Saints and uh, for several different networks. And he's one of those guys. Mike Hoss is another dude that's been in the like around four years. So, I mean, I'm going to play some Mike Hoss. And he got had some great analysis on the Saints draft. And we talked a lot about the Saints draft. But Mike Hoss, we talked about the first thing when we mentioned it, you know, here on the Great Saint Think Tank, it's called the Great Saint Think Tank because we're thinking people. Who that to you, Adrian, baby? Much love to the queen. All right, uh, Brother Charles, I see your fan. What's up, Lori? Who that to you, queen? Much love. Appreciate you. All right. So, yeah, and, and this is the thing. This is the Great Saint Think Tank. And we know about using this here thing more than just a, <laughs> just a, a hat rack, right? What's up, Marley Mall? Well, Mike Hoss puts a nice little spin. It's about a minute and eight seconds, but he did a really good job of breaking down the draft. And we mentioned and talked about all of the experience. What hit me was the experience of these 17 undrafted free agents that the Saints brought aboard. They have a lot of experience and they are older players. Like you're talking guys, 23, 24. Some of these guys are for like, uh, like Taylor, the cornerback, defensive back, four years of college. These guys are mature and they had a lot of college experience, you know? So, I mean, I mean, it was just really smart how the black and gold whipped this thing out. But I like what Mike, Mike Haas adds to the mixture. So we'll play him momentarily. Then we'll go over the contract. We'll cover some other news notes and items and then we'll move on. So much love to the fam. Uh, Linda says, Hey Q ain't heard from the preacher from the preacher lately. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't said much, man. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm working on some stuff, man. I'll be doing uh coming up soon, man. You're gonna hear be gonna be hearing more from from Reverend Saint. That's what she's talking about. She's talking about Reverend Saint. Yeah, baby. Baby, listen, baby. I've been chilling, baby. Baby, I ain't I, I listen, baby, baby. Let me tell you something, baby. I just been listening since laid back in the cut, baby. Listening to Mickey. You know what I'm saying? Just listen to me. <laughs> laughing at Mickey, baby. Baby, let me tell you something, baby. Just laughing at Mickey, baby. Baby, I've been just laughing at Mickey, baby. Just, just listening to Mickey, winding it up, baby. He be winding it up, baby, before he start talking, baby. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going <laughs> to go from the old Reverend Saint down the line, man. It might be a whole damn show we do it as Reverend Saint with the whole snafu. So much love to the fam, man. We appreciate y'all as well. Kevin says, will Sway put together a new Big Q literally just, yeah, well, yeah, well, you will see, fam. We got some stuff we're going to roll out, fam. And I know Sway going to chime in. Uh, we'll probably say on the weekend or whatnot. We'll go from there. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. 
So much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all crazy, man. All right, we're going to move on and do it. So we're going to start off with this one from Mike Haas, fam, and then we're going to jump right in this. So feel free to hit the like button uh, and uh, hit. This. make sure you share the show's link on your social media feed. And for the, If you're not a subscriber, feel free to subscribe. It is absolutely free, baby. Here we go. All right, so it, we start off, and this we're going to start off with the interview from Mike Haas. Y'all put one in the chat if you can hear Mike. Just to let us know, you know what I'm saying, that uh, that you can hear. But this was fantastic. I say I got to play it. It's not very long, but it's good, uh, good information. Uh, here we go. The way they were able to draft this class, first of all, they're all captains except for Trevor. And Trevor was a captain in high school. They're all older. Mm -hmm. When the season begins, Olavi will be 22, and then it's uh, Penny will be 23, and then the, the – uh, Taylor, Jackson, and Jackson will be 24. 24. That is not old. <laughs> and it's very, very young, but to be starting. But I mean, and they've all played a ton of games. They all played 40, 50 games in college. They're they're all used to what would be prime time in that stage, especially Olave. They've all produced, they've all played special teams. They've all not just played special teams, they've all done amazing things on special teams. I've just never seen a draft class. So kind of varied by position, yet so similar. If you just put down captain, age, you know, qualities that person, you couldn't tell which person of the draft I was talking about. So I think that's unique. And so that's that's all that's all well and good on paper. I you know, it's gotta mm -hmm. translate to the football field. The way they were able That was good commentary right there by Mike Hoss, man, to be honest with you. The, the fact that we, I knew one or two of them were captains. I didn't know a lot more were captains, which speaks to character and leadership. The college experience, and we talked about it, and not just the draft guys, and we talked about the undrafted guys, but was was really captivating is the fact that this was a solid draft in so many ways, uh, underlining ways where the scouts were able to ascertain a lot of information about these guys. And we talk about the draft and undrafted guys, and you put the mix together and you can understand the Saints did a very solid job of placing the team forward, especially in the free agency. They re-signed and retooled, which brought the continuity of the team back. Then they even went as far as then doing the, the necessary work in reassembling not only just the team players, but also the staff in the best way it can, while adding experience like Doug Marone to the offensive line, Cody Burns to the wide receiver room, and even – in even upgrading the medical staff, like we talked about on the Monday stream, very solid moves by the Saints overall, which goes to show you after the Sean Payton step away, the Saints kind of wobbled a bit, found themselves and then drove on through and strong and then right into the Tyron Matthew signing, which means it goes to show you the Saints. A lot of people encapsulating the Saints as a team that was just going to be chilling waiting for another year or so but they're not doing that the saints have have given themselves an opportunity to compete there's no pressure on the team outside of the who that nation everybody keeps picking tampa bay and saying that tampa bay is going to beat the saints in the nfc south even though the tampa bay currently constructed is weaker than what they were last year saints are stronger so it's just a lot of dumb thinking and i, I don't I, not disrespecting big game james the squad because I think you got a good squad. Anytime you have Tom Brady there, you got to watch out. But the Saints are not scared of Tom Brady. The mystique of Tom Brady does not affect the Who That Nation. 
we were happy when Tom Brady came back because that meant that we wanted to step on him another couple of times and rectify the wrong, which was the playoff thing. And I think that was one of the things that the Saints have to do if they're there, if they're fortunate enough to line up against Tampa Bay in the playoffs again, uh, that they need to rectify a wrong and get it through. And I think this team, this version of the Saints has a chip on its shoulder because uh, in, in many ways, not making the playoffs. And then, of course, going through the situation where uh, you lose Peyton and everybody's saying, without they missed, they didn't got, they ain't got Peyton. They ain't got Peyton. That means they, 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 that's going to be a problem. Jameis Winston is an issue. You know, he coming off an injury. If Mike Thomas ain't played football in almost two years, they ain't going to no playoffs, even though those guys, Mike Thomas is as close to healthy as you're going to get right now, training with Chris Olave right now. And then you look at Jamison Winston, which is head of the schedule, will be ready for training cramp. That comes out of Dennis Allen's mouth when he was, when he was asked that on the show dealing with uh, Rich Eisen. We played that as well last week. So it just goes to show you it's a lot of uh, foolish thinking uh, one way or the other about that. And my ninja says, Big Q, do you think that Jarvis Landry signing with the Saints will happen? I th- I, I, I'd say it does, bro. There's not, and the reality is if he's looking for more money, the Browns are definitely not going to be the team. If the reports are accurate, he's picking between the Saints and the Browns. It's only a matter of time, bro, because really the Saints set themselves up where Jarvis Landry will be a deluxe bonus for the Saints offense, but the Saints have set themselves up where they have a pretty good wide receiver room and you know they're going to bring in some more help as they get close to the training camp. So if Jarvis Landry wants to compete and win, he's not going to get the kind of money that he's talking about. And I'm pretty sure that the Saints are in a position where they got other teams that can pay him better like a Carolina if they need him or any other. But the Saints, they know, come on, if you're trying to do some stuff and you're coming home, handle your business, Jarvis, and, and, and join Tyron and come on home, bro, and let's get this chip. Bottom line. Stop, you know, I hear you trying to get your money and all that, but your time is running out, man. And in truth, he'd be a bonus in the wide receiver room. But the Saints going to get a veteran, whether it's him or somebody else. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. Thank you, in my ninja. And good to see you, fam. Brian says, Doug Q, do you think James Winston and Michael Thomas will be ready for week one? Yes, sir. I just answered that without even seeing your question. So, yeah, but that was good commentary right there by uh, Mike Haas, man. I just want to give him a shout out because he old school in the game. He's been doing this thing. All right, so fam, let's jump to the Tyron Matthew uh, contract. And this is coming directly from Track, which is dropping the science. And you can see with Tyron Matthew signing a three-year deal. And according to Sportrack, it's 28.3 mil contract with New Orleans, including $9.5 million signing bonus, $18 million guaranteed, and an average annual salary of $9.4 million. And in 2022, Matthew will earn a base salary of 1.5 mil and a signing bonus of 9.5 mil. Will carry a hit of 3.4 and a dead cap value of 18 million dollars. So you can see right here if you take a look, man. Sport tracks numbers in the first year. Look how the contract breaks down. Look at that. The first in 2022 is a 1.5 base salary we pretty much said it was going to be less one two or less than less than three million that the the annual base salary this is mickey loomis at play and in 23 you see it goes up to seven million with 1.9 on the signing bonus you can see the signing bonus was split up in multiple years so it's not like it's the same thing the saints have known to do not only do you know they they drop your base salary that initial year but then they also split your signing bonus up into several payments 
so that that they could be able to kind of foster out money too. very slick money management by. And of course, you see, there's an opt out right there, which a lot of people don't. That's why I love sport tracking over the cap because they be having those little inside games. You see a potential out after the 20 before the 2024 season when they're saying that there's no money and dead cap is zero. So it's pretty much if that's accurate. That the Saints can get from up under the honey badger in two years, which I don't think they'll do. I think he plays out the length of his contract here. But you can see in 2024 when he turns 32 is seven million or one point nine. And then you see the roster bonus of two million. The cap hit of ten point nine is there. And then you see these other deals in 25 and 26, which are phantom deals that is spanned out nine playable years now where the Saints have 1.2 that they own in 1.3 and 25 and 26. Phantom years expanded out, attached to the actual playable years. That's definitely Mickey Loomis. So you can see that, man. It's a great contract. Really, it is for the Saints and how they constructed the contract. And really, the two hellish years that we spoke about last year, the in, you know the last year when we, we were moving from up under, Drews, which dead cap, I think after this year, all that money finally comes away and the Saints get that major bump and they go up. So the team is currently constructed pretty well. And it went through a turbulent year where the Saints were $180 million below the cap in two years. And they were able to finagle and come out on top while still retaining a bulk of their salary. And I'm going to show you the cap because the actual number right now with the 1.5 base salary and the whatchamacallit with that, I'm going to give you the updated number of what the Saints uh, cap number or cap figure is currently. So once again, Tyron Matthews salary breaking down by uh, the good folks at Sportrack. As you can see, it rolled out here. 1.5 base salary over the first year, 1.9 signing bonus. And in 23, 7 million base salary, 1.9 on the signing bonus for 23. There's an opt-out, potential opt-out before the 2024 season. And then the 2024 season itself at 7 million, 1.9 of its signing and a $2 million roster bonus uh, for uh, Tyron Matthew. And then, of course, you see the nine playable phantom years attached to the deal to push the money further out. It's very slick money management by yeah yes right mickey strikes again brandon says the main reason landry's still out there is because he probably wants a big time contract like the other wide receivers got but his market value is only two years worth 24 million 12 million a year and i would say you're being a little bit generous with that brandon i agree with everything you're saying but i think he is trying to get that 12 million a lot of people and see the thing is Will, will he get that $12 million after the draft? And that's what I was saying. Like though, most of those teams that's looking for a wide receiver, you know, and they need a wide receiver. They got the guys cheaply through the draft. So if you're a guy like Jarvis Landry looking to land somewhere after the draft and you're looking for that type of money, you're probably not going to get it. So if you couldn't get it prior to the draft where there was a need in those young, those cheaper assets from the draft didn't hit, then you more than likely won't get it. So you'll end up have to make a, a, a difficult decision to take lesser money to play elsewhere. And there's nothing wrong with taking a one year deal somewhere and then bounce back to another year. If he gets, you know, finds land somewhere, gets a, you know, and stays healthy and gets seven, 60 or 70 balls, 
with a good team or whatever and, and represents, then he, he can come back to free agency the following year and see what he can do there. But $12 million, two, uh, that's not a bad deal, 24, uh, uh, $24 million for two years of $12 million a year. I don't know if the Saints are going to give him that. I would probably say uh, I, 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 that's kind of rich for my blood. I would probably say maybe nine to $10 million a year. And I know that's a couple of million shy, but you, we, we, we working with something over here. You know what I'm saying? We got Chris Olave. We got Michael Thomas back. Uh, you know, people big on Callaway. We big on Deontay Hardy. Those guys are healthy. We got a lot of assets here. So like I said, you, you know, you're going to have to drop that some because you waited after the draft when, from a monetary standpoint, that wasn't a good thing to do. If you couldn't get that money prior to the draft, you damn sure ain't going to get it after the draft because the teams that met their needs cheaply drew the draft and undrafted free agents. You see what I'm saying? Now they don't, they're not on the caliber of a Jarvis Landry, but it, the point is if he was that sought after, you know what I'm saying? Brandon, he would have got picked up prior to the draft. He would have landed, which he could have is him. That's pushing the money saying, I want this. I want as much as I can get. Well, listen, you take the deal for nine or 10 million with the saints. You put incentives in the contract over the next couple of years. If you hit certain statistical indicators like catches and playing time, touchdowns, uh, playoffs, you know, stuff like that, leading the team in receptions a second on the team stuff like that. Then you can have that interwoven into the agreement and then you can build yourself up to production to that money. You see what I'm saying? But he won't guarantee money out the gate. I, I doubt he'll get that. He'll more than likely end up settling on the team and he should come and I know he wanted to come to the black and gold. That's why he's trying to find another team to kind of in free agency to try to see if he can get his money up. But the Saints are more than happy to sit there and watch the market dictate his value. And as you can see, nobody wants him, which he can't come to the Saints and say, give me 12 and Saints say, nah, I'll give you nine or 10. And, and well, this other team is going to give me a uh, 10 or 12. You're going to match them. And then that kind of give him a pickle, but I, I don't think he even gets that. We'll see. Anyway, Swag said, I told y'all last year that I saw James Winston kissing and holding a trophy in my dreams. Guess what? It's coming to and You know what? It's crazy uh, that the issue with. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Rowan, I had to talk about. Yeah. Traquan Smith. Yeah. I had to mention him because, listen, Traquan Smith is a guy that has a lot of experience from the wide receiver position. I mean, he does. You know, he's a third round pick. He never truly met, you know, met his expectations. He never did. Could it be in a crazy world, you know, like this year when nobody's looking for him, nobody's expecting nothing out of him that, you know, you know, that Traquan can catch, you know, that he can run. He has good size. He's been in the Saints system for years. Is this finally the year where no pressure is on him? Because the previous years we were looking for Traquan Smith to be something. Is this the crazy year without any pressure, undue stress on Traquan Smith? He finally develops and shows you uh, a more consistent version of the guy we've seen that was had the 200-yard 200, 200 catching game. Is, he, is this him? We'll see. We'll see. But it, it's, this is, it, we'll see how it goes. But at the end of the day, man, you can't discount all that talent. It's up to him to put that shit together, bro. You know what I mean? KT says, Q, uh, would you bring back Akeem Hicks at the right price? Yes, indeed. I, I mean, you the Saints added Catavia Street and several other players. But listen, Hicks is a bona fide uh, force in the interior. He never wanted to leave the saints. And I'm like looking at it like a smaller version of Malcolm Jenkins situation where coach Payton had to rectify that wrong. I think the way we handled Hakeem Hicks was wrong. 
how he, and he never wanted to leave the black and gold. He was when he talked about it a couple of years ago when he was with the Bears, he kind of came to tears. He really loved the city and the team and didn't want to go. So, I mean, it would be cool for us to bring him back. He wouldn't cost a lot of money. It's the same with Quan Alexander. And yes, I think Quan does come back Gundam. I think eventually uh, prior, remember the, the history of how these signings occur that they Quan Alexander. I hope I said, I, I, I mean, say Trey Quan. If I said that, I mean, Quan, Quan Alexander signing happens closer to training camp. I mean, I see that still happening. I think the Saints still will be able to, give him the the money. I was looking for like a two year deal for, for Quine, you know, maybe seven and a half, seven, seven and a half, eight million, you know, you know, three, something like that. Three, three and a half, maybe 3 million on the season uh, for two years for a starting caliber linebacker uh, like Quine Alexander is a bargain, but yeah, I wouldn't be, a, uh, I would love to see a guy like Hakeem Hicks come back here and play next to a uh, David on and form that, that kind of the connection that we were looking from because you know uh big hicks came from up there and 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 so did on so i wouldn't be a, a, a fixed against that man i would actually think that would be pretty cool all right let's keep it going fam so this is the try the uh tyron matthew contract according to sport track as you can see very good deal for the black and gold so let's also look at the indicators using sport tracks money why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Let's go ahead on it and then go back and check out the cap for the Saints. And and even uh, Nick Underhill had it right on this one. Big ups to Nick Underhill. He says the cap number this year, 3.4 million. Uh, you know, this cap, he's talking about uh, Tyron's. And team has about 16 million in cap space remain. And that's from Nick Underhill. He tweeted that. And of course, you go to the article, you can see that Sport Track Barracks basically confirms what Nick Underhill is saying. As you can see it right there, the Saints six point sixteen point four million dollars in cap. And that's after signing Tyron Matthew. So they definitely have enough money to be able to sign Quan Alexander, Jarvis Landry. I don't know if there ever been a time where the Saints came out and they still have their draft picks to sign, the five draft picks uh to sign as well. But the Saints are looking extremely awesome in so many ways with the cap, the draft, the free agency signings, and they're still going to add some talent, man. They still are going to, going to add some talent. So very positive numbers, man. Gunn says, Big Q, we signed Alexander. We in the NFC Championship. Hands down. Listen, Quan wants to be here, and he's merely going out. Like, he went out and checked with the Jets, and the Jets 
uh, you know, looked at them. But you that's just good thinking as a business person to go out and try to create competition. And the Saints are doing what they've done this entire season. We spoke on it. The Saints are merely allowing the free agency market to set the value of free agents that's there. It happened with Tyron Matthew. That's why the Saints were really patient and said, well, this is probably as good as it's going to get. And they pounced on them. The same thing will occur with Jarvis Landry. The same thing will happen with several other veteran free agents that the Saints are are looking at to bring on. And the same thing will happen with Quan Alexander. The market will set his value and we can get him back. And I say uh, I want a two year contract with Quan. He's been playing under these two one year deals enough. He had a prove it deal the first year he got hurt. He came back on another prove it deal. And I think this time around, he wants a, 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 a multiple year deal. So give him a two year deal at seven, maybe seven and a half million. And you're paying what? Three million dollars, three and a half million for a linebacker starter for you. That's cheap money to play, to pay. The Saints got it. It completes the Saints defense in so many ways. And then, of course, you can just focus on bringing, you know, a veteran here or there in the uh, to help out the running back room, maybe a tight end there to steady up the room and maybe a wide receiver like Jarvis Landry. I think a lot of that solidifies as we get closer and closer to training camp. You'll start seeing a lot of these veteran guys start falling. These these dominoes for the Saints start falling. All right, big ups to the fam. Appreciate y'all. What's up, uh, B-Jizzle? What's happening, fam? Much love to my dog, B-Jizzle. What's up, Randy? Randy says, hey, Q, would you mind us going after Will Fuller or Tyreek Cohen? Um, Cohen is interesting, man. Kind of a scat back guy. Kind of puts me in the mind of a Darren Sproles type. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries. When he first came out, he was so, he was such a weapon, but he's been dealing with a lot of injuries. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, how the Saints would employ him. Will Fuller is a guy that I don't think the Saints looking at. I think uh, Will, you know, when they drafted Chris Olave, I think the Will Fuller card kind of went out the door there. So, um, you know, you need you're gonna be looking at guys that can play inside and outside. You know, I know Will Fuller mostly is known as an outside threat to take the top off the defense. So I'm looking for it'd it, it, be looking at somebody with some speed, but more somebody on the inside. It has some ability to play outside just in case of injuries occur. But I, I think the ship is probably sailed on Will Fuller. Now, Tyree Cohen's interesting, but um, you're looking at like when you look at guys are bruising back like Abram Smith. And we just released uh, uh, Josh Adams, which is our practice squad running back. But the Saints are going to bring in some talent there. And uh, you're going to definitely need to have some type of wide receiver with some athletic ability to be able to kind of carry the ball just in case Elvin Kamara's not there. And uh, Cohen's interesting. He's just had those injury issues. I think the ship has sailed on Will Fuller. Brian says, do you think the training camp, Dennis uh, Allen, will invite other players to come try out for the New Orleans Saints where open tryout with football squad, sir? Yeah, I mean, that's going to go on. I mean, you got college. I ain't said college for agent, but invitees from uh, the HSB, the, the uh, historical black colleges that are trying out. And, of, and of, eventually they'll get to the part where the Saints will start inviting or bringing in veterans as well like we do we do all the time like Don, Devontae Freeman he came here to, and several other guys that we did this stuff too we do it every year so I expect that to happen as we get close to closer to camp in the days maybe weeks leading up to training camp you'll see veterans start signing with the Saints as we look to kind of fortify things uh, Darrell Williams is not a bad uh, site Brian uh, uh, Williams is not a bad uh, thought on it uh Rose says, uh, Bicky, would you have to know uh, Julio Jones is out on is absolutely off my 
uh, radar. I do not want Julio Jones. A big hell no to Julio Jones. No, sir. Josh, in his, what's up, Josh? In his bag, who that to your brother, Derek Isaac? I see your fam. Who that brother, Patrick Washington Jr.? What's up, fam? Uh, well, Kenny Steele's is a long shot in my big book, but you never know, bro. You never know. You never know. We'll see. All right, so that's it. And you can see, family, Saints cap after the after the uh, contract of Tyron Matthew, 16.4 million. How you loving? And Kai Hartley, family, how you loving it? I mean, this is splendid cap management, great signings, solid draft by the Saints, quietly under the radar while people give Tampa Bay all the credit in the world. The Saints are making moves, man. All right, Saints continue to post, uh, continue to post draft roster moves, release backup, running back Josh Adams. This is from the USA Wire, Sigler on the scoop, and he's quoting a Mike Graffalo, who's saying the Saints released Josh Adams, who just was to practice squad running back. Uh, for the team now any member of the 21 saints practice squad will be moving on elsewhere for 2022 the team released backup running back josh adams on wednesday who signed with the saints in 21 in 2021 in november as a depth behind elvin kamari never got an opportunity to do anything kamara mark ingram Dwayne washington tony jones jr all of whom returned for the coming season the saints then added former baylor running back abram smith as a rookie free agent which crowded the depth chart the team must feel smith is a better option to compete with tony jones for a roster spot and made the switch plus the saints technically had more players on the roster 96 than they were allowed by the nfl rules 90 after 17 undrafted rookies and free agent tyron matthew so some had somebody had to go they also released defensive tackle jalen dalton and cornerback kavari russell so this is a continuation of that process this shouldn't preclude the Saints from pursuing other options, though. They could use an impact play at the position. Would Kamara likely to be suspended six games following an arrest early this year? The Saints were linked to free agent running back Sony Michaels. No, he's not a free agent anymore. He signed with the Dolphins one year, two million. Maybe they'll look into one of these other veterans still available now at the time. I was pushing for the Saints, and you know, uh, most of the time when you just have empty helmets and I kind of joke about this empty helmets on the bag as opposed to the players picture. <laughs> that mean ain't shit shaking with that guy. <laughs> uh, you might as well just drew a picture of a crayon person and put it up there like a stick figure crayon person with a, with a, with a gold crayon helmet. Yeah. You know, it, we couldn't find a picture for this guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, this is, uh, yeah, I, and the thing about the running back run fam, this is my only thing. Dwayne Washington is a guy that averaged at one time four to five yards per carry. We talked about that, right? It could be a situation where they'll give him an opportunity to actually compete in the running back room as opposed to just be a special teams player. You know, if it's a fair room like that, then Dwayne Washington's been here for several seasons. He can help you in that regard. He was averaging almost five yards a carry when he was given the ball. And he runs very similar to Latavius Murray's. Not as refined as Latavius, obviously, because Latavius had a lot of a lot more opportunities and reps, and he's a better back that power style. But Dwayne Washington is a guy that hopefully they can give him an opportunity if it's an honest running back room to compete up against the other running backs for time if Elvin Kamara's not that guy. Another thing is Mac, who was the former Indianapolis running back who the Saints at one time were looking at trading for 
He was a free agent early on and signed with the Houston Texans for the same amount of money that Sony Michelle just signed with the Miami Dolphins. So if we were interested in Sony Michelle giving them two million, I think we just didn't have the imagination to go after Mac, who would have been the perfect, the absolute perfect running back while Elvin Kamara is going through whatever he's going to go through. He would have been perfect to fill in. He had all of the experience. He does it. He catch off the backfield. He was terrific, but the Texans got a steal with that guy for two million. Gundam says, um, uh, "Big Q as a fan of the Saints football, I still I'm still not feeling Cesar Ruiz as an analyst. What's your take, bro? Well, Gundam, thank you, bro. Uh, my opinion hadn't changed too much on Cesar Ruiz. I think Cesar Ruiz is is not a guard. He's not a very good guard. I think uh, he should be given opportunity to." Uh, compete for the center position. I really do. I think uh, at least early on, give an opportunity to see how he looks there before you try to make him a guard for real. So, I mean, I just think he's out of position. He's not shown us enough to gain that much confidence. Now, the only thing you can say is that the Saints did bring in Doug Marone, who's good at getting these offensive linemen together, helping them elevate their game. So maybe he can do that for Cesar Ruiz and other offensive linemen on the Saints uh, side of things. So, but, uh, it's going to be interesting, man. So, you know, you know how this thing is going to work out with Cesar Ruiz, man. So, yeah, my opinion hadn't changed to him. But you would think with Doug Marone in the picture, he'll help him develop. But I still say they should give him an opportunity to play center before they try to force him into a, a lifetime of being a guard, which the man is not good at. If you had to draft Cesar Ruiz in the draft as a guard, where would he fall in your mind? What draft? What round would he go in? Realistically speaking, if you had to draft Cesar Ruiz in the draft, not as a center but as a guard, as what the Saints are doing, where would he fall at? Which which round to you would he fall at? You see what I'm saying? And then the, and if you was to match up competition with Cesar Ruiz and let's say, uh, Penning more than likely would get the other tackle position outside of Ramcheck. So let's say Hurst, your swing offensive lineman. If you swing him to guard and make him compete with Cesar Ruiz, who wins there? You see, who wins there? So, I mean, at some point, the Saints are going to give Cesar Ruiz every opportunity to win a job because he carrying a first round grade. They have to justify the pick. But in my estimation, I think they need to try him at center because he's playing out of position at guard. And, and some tell me, hopefully they don't try to force feed him into a guard situation. I think that's a, I think that's not going to work. So. Jamal say he'll be a fourth rounder. Gundam says he's a tenth rounder. Any of you put him up a straight into a straight competition, fam, with um with James Hurst at the guard position, Hurst would beat him. So what does that mean for Ruiz? You see what I'm saying? If you lined up James Hurst versus Cesar Ruiz for that guard start for that starting guard position, who wins that job? It's most certainly not Cesar Ruiz. It would be James Hurst. So you know, like I said, he's the this is his third season. And he's going to be one of those players that everybody's looking at. Like, what's up with Cesar Ruiz? He's going to be considered the weak link on the team, you know, and it's just too many polarizing moments from his earlier tenure from him just looking, you know, even if you're offensive lineman, you play in the position for the first time, you should still be able to know I got to block somebody. And there was too much footage. Would you see Cesar Ruiz get beat because he simply doesn't block anybody? Not because he doesn't see him. He'll look at the guy and don't block him. Like there was a case that is a searing moment of the Cesar Ruiz uh, career since he's been here was the fact that the people are talking about the Contavious Street smash down on Drew Brees like the ass smashery. He just literally planted Drew 
in the ground, rolled over Drew Brees like a old, like a, a penny on a railroad track. Just crunched them all up. Drew Brees wasn't even close to nothing after that. And that was Cesar Ruiz. So, I mean, a lot, a lot of stuff that happened uh, with the offensive, with that position. Cesar Ruiz is under the microscope with a lot of the who that nation, to be honest with you, fam. Yeah, I hear you, bro. Uh, JLJ 504 HD says he's a turnstile. I agree, bro. I called Throckmorton a turnstile. I, you know, you know what I'm saying? We'll see. Yeah, I agree, Derek. He's not strong, but that's what's up to Doug Marone to see what this kid is and see if he can get him up to pars. We'll see, man. It's going to be a tough camp for Cesar Ruiz, man, especially if they don't give him an opportunity to play the center position. I mean, they put him in a tough, and it's so sad. They put him in a tough situation, man, uh, and, and bring him here and under the guise of making him a center, and now he's a guard. I mean, it's so unfair to be playing him out of position. He, you know, hopefully he learns and gets better and, and he proves us wrong. That's what I'm really hoping for, man. Um, Derek says, Big Q, do you see merit in the Montgomery role? I don't know, bro. I think uh, he kind of a, a he kind of projected out a little bit. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. We'll see who, you know, it's always a wide receiver or two that makes a name for themselves in camp. We'll see. I think Quan Baker, the former seven-round draft pick for the Saints last year, is a guy that I think is going to make some noise, man. You know, so, I mean, I hear, I hear you with the merit thing. We'll see where it goes, bro, but I know he's like a long, you know, a long shot uh, to make it. But you never know with the Saints. The Saints do give the wide receivers an opportunity to show up, but we'll see, bro. We'll see. All right, Slim says Ruiz is a fifth rounder to me. Yeah, see, a lot of guys see him as a late round pick as a guard. And we don't think he'll beat out uh, James Hurst for the position. Y'all tell me, does Cesar Ruiz, if you've made a competition between Cesar Ruiz and James Hurst for that other guard position, who wins this position? Y'all put it in the chat. Let me know. And after the show, if you hear this, then you answer in the comment section. Let me know. First, you know, put in the comment section. Is Cesar Ruiz, uh, is he a, if he's not a center, if the Saints don't take him at center and he was a guard in the draft, where does he fall according to the rounds? And then after that, tell me, does he defeat James Hurst if they make them a matchup for that other guard position? Can he beat James Hurst in a, ma- a head-to-head matchup for the other guard position? Y'all put that and let me know. Uh, Brother Tom said, do we pick up another guard cube? Well, I mean, we signed Lamp back, the former Charger. We brought him back, but not too much else is shaking outside the undrafted players that we picked up, bro. All right. All right, so let's keep it going, man. Much love to the fam as we covered the Saints moving on past Josh Adams. 
as well. And then, of course, the final article is early in the Saints 2022. This is from uh, Canal Street Chronicles. As they break it down, Mr. Alex Salas uh, gives his thing on his thought on the 53 man roster prediction is still very early for me. So I got to give him credit for even attempting this. <laughs> you know, some positions, you know, straight away, some of them you have to kind of guesstimate on, you know, what I'm saying, fam. All right. What's up, MLW Fisher, man? How you doing, my fam? Appreciate you for being here, man. Y'all hit the like button for me, bro. Please feel free to hit the like button. Uh, thank you, Tyler. Tyler says upper fifth round. Okay. Yeah. 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 A young city says Hurst wins. Yeah. I, I hear you. My dog. I hear you, bro. I hear you. JLJ uh, says uh, Hurst as well. Yeah, I know, bro. It, it's going to be tough. Eric says the man is an aluminum can at go. <laughs> oh, no. man. Y'all, y'all tough, man. With the NFL draft now finished, the Saints making the aggressive move to land former LSU star and New Orleans native Tyron Matthew, the 2022-23 New Orleans Saints roster is starting to take shape. While the Saints have addressed some needs and fulfilled several holes on the roster, some questions do remain. Let's attempt to predict the 53-man roster for the 2022 NFL season. He got the quarterbacks, Mr. Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, and Ian Book. This be the, he says this be the one position that shouldn't see much change from now until week one. Winston is coming off that torn ACL, and with the Saints not drafting in the QBs and the draft shows a sign for this season, the Saints believe that Winston is the guy. Dalton coming over from Chicago will be inserted as the backup position and provide excellent leadership and veteran experience to the quarterback room. The club, the, the club's still high on Ian Book and did not get a fair shot. And the one start last season should stick around as the team's third quarterback. So we have our three quarterbacks, Winston, Dalton, and Book, right? Not a bad call there. Pretty easy. Running backs, Elvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Dwayne Washington, Abram Smith, and Adam Prentice. He's the fullback. Running back might be one of those positions where it could be one fine minute. He says it could be fine one minute, and the next questions are all around. While we wait for the latest on Kamara's legal situation, which will have major implications on how this offense flows, that will leave Mark Ingram as the only veteran on the roster that could potentially fill that void. The Saints could target a free agent like Darrell Williams or Tyree Cohen, which would take away a spot from Washington or Smith. Smith versus Jones could be a sneaky, fun camp battle to watch as the Saints have excelled at finding value in the late rounds and undrafted at the running back position. So Kamara, Ingram, Dwayne Washington, Abram Smith, and you see Tony Jones is not there. Abram Smith beats him out according to the reporter. The wide receivers, Mike Thomas, Chris Olave, Marquez Calloway, Deontay Harty, and Traquan Smith. The Saints will have not one but two first-round receivers, the Ohio State University, getting Mike Thomas back, and then be huge for the offense and the fellow Buckeye, Chris Olave, and should give the Saints the best one-two punch at receiver they've had in a long time. Marquez Calloway showed much promise. And led the team in receiving yards in 21. Hardy was arguably the team's best receiver last season and now could play a bigger role in the offense. Now, Traquan Smith is going to be the odd man out in this group despite being resigned to a two-year deal this season. Second deal, second year is just an option. If the Saints are able to land Landry, it almost immediately make Traquan the odd man out in the group. Okay. Tight ends, Adam Troutman, uh, Jawan Johnson, Nick Vanette, and Taysom Hill. It's pretty fair to say we might have had some expectations for Troutman as he entered his first season as a starting tight end. He did show some flashes last season and look more comfortable as the season progressed. Johnson will be a fun, a fun player to watch during training camp as he continues his transformation from receiver to tight end. Taysom is officially moving to tight end full-time and could provide a spark to the position. 
Offensive line, Trevor Pinion, Andrews Pete, McCoy, Ruiz, Ramchek, Hurst, Throckmorton, and Landon Young. With the selection of Penning, it will officially open up the battle between Penning and Hurst to replace Armstead. Throckmorton proved that he could play pretty much across the line and field in which Andrews Pete went down early this season. One more name to keep an eye out is Forrest Lamp, which I just mentioned, Forrest Lamp. The former Chargers second-round pick last on the team last season was brought, brought back during the season, he is somebody you definitely got to look out for because he's a guy uh, with a lot of experience. He's 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 good, and he knows what he's doing. So Lamp learning a little bit more about the Saints. You'll get an opportunity. He might be one of those guys you might want to watch out for in training camp. Okay, defensive line, Cam Jordan, Davenport, Onyemata, Shai Tuttle, Peyton Turner, passing Yo Granderson, Catavia Street, Jordan Jackson, and Malcolm Roach. The defense looks to be very very shaped and well-rounded. They have tons of depth at, across the line. They still can use a veteran defensive tackle like Akeem Hicks. With so much depth at the end spots, you can see a lot of Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport lining up inside to help make a heck of a lack of, uh, to, to make up for the lack of big bodies in the interior, which they do have a lot of big bodies, so I don't know what that means. But linebacker Demario Davis, Pete Werner, Caden Ellis, DeMarco Jackson, Zach Bowen, and Andrew Dowell. There's still an option to say he's bringing back Quan Alexander. If, if that were the case, I think we'd be okay if Zach Bond experiment ended. We knew it was a project, and sometimes it just doesn't work out the way you hope. Ellis is one of the better run stuffers in the linebacker room, and there's certainly a lot about the team's fifth selection in DeMarco Jackson. They're very high on DeMarco Jackson, and many people feel like he should have went a lot higher in the draft. Cornerback, and this is the cornerback position, Laddie, Daddy, Paulson, Adebo, Bradley, Roby, P.J. Williams, Chauncey Gardner-Jansen, and Alante Taylor. Cornerback might be the most stacked position the Saints have entering in the 2022 season. Bradley Roby, P.J. should be starting on someone's roster. Instead, they are the team's third and fourth string cornerbacks. The team selection of Alante Taylor is interesting considering we really just don't know the role he'll play in this defense. But hey, in today's NFL, you can never have too many good corners. The quick and overall surprise development of Paulson Adebo during his rookie season Makes makes me that much, he said, makes me that much more confident in Debo and Lattimore heading into the season. Safety position, Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, and JT Gray uh, as well. P.J. William also can play in this group. And this is just crazy how the team lost both Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins, yet the team somehow got better at the position. May will likely face a suspension for his DUI case last year. We covered that. But the Saints will have flexibility with P.J. Williams, possibly Alante Taylor, who... And who and Dennis Allen said he views him as a safety. So the Saints have versatility as well as, uh, you know, talent. They have potential. Special teams, Will Lutz, Blake Gillikin, and Zach Wood. This group won't change from last year's roster predictions. However, Will Lutz last year was certainly noticeable and should be a pleasant surprise to get Will Lutz back from that core injury. Gillikin had one hell of a season. They're going to really know who this kid is, Blake Gillikin, man, and Zach Wood as a our lone snapper who's been uh, pretty good for us. So the Saints are solid. You look at the defense and special team Saints and a lot of the uh, talent that we picked up, the drafted guys play a lot of special team reps, which empowers the special teams run. Now we do have questions in terms of the uh, offense and not so much of what James, I know James is going to come back and be fine. My question is more of like uh, what running back are the Saints going to get to kind of help out in case something happened well, Mike Thomas, I still would like to see a veteran tight end come in and compete to push the tight end room, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I, I really I, I think Jameis is, will be fine. I think Mike Thomas will be fine. 
uh, in terms of their development. I think there's harmony there. I really appreciate the fact that the Saints are playing on playing with chips on their shoulders, pretty much. All right. So anyway, just to recap, fam, we played a little bit from Mike Hoss's uh, interview with him breaking down the draft class. Pretty insightful. We also covered uh, the fact that the Saints have over $16 million in cap space. We looked at the Tyron Matthew contract via Sportrack, which was a absolute beautiful contract the Saints put together. I mean, it was a pretty damn good thing the Saints did by being able to do what they do. But we know how Mickey and Kai Harley and these guys operate when we're talking about the black and gold and how they land out these deals. We knew that when he signed the contract with Tyron Matthew, that the first year would be less than $3 million, less than $2 million, is $1.5, $1.9 for the signing bonus. And then the rest of that stuff pushed out into the length of the contract, including his signing bonus. So, you know, Mickey Loma strikes again. Then we talked about the fact that Saints were making moves. They gave up Josh Adams, the uh, practice squad running back. And, of course, we talked about the prediction of the 53-man roster. A lot shaking and moving uh, in the Saints room. And, of course, we know tomorrow the Saints will ultimately come back. The Saints will ultimately come back tomorrow with the the schedule show and we'll cover that and I'll open up the phone lines for the family members to get their thoughts on the schedule. We covered it on TSC Q and a live on Patreon, the a toughness of the saints schedule, which I believe they're tied with the Raiders for seventh in terms of tough schedule. And that that's just merely a formula where they take all of the wins and losses from the previous year and add them up and say, okay, based on this, which is not a strong indicator how tough these teams will be. But regardless of what we got to do, we got to make sure we knock them in their head, regardless. And the Saints are playing with chip, uh, chips on their shoulders, in my opinion. They got a chip on their shoulder. They, they, they peeved. And quite frankly, we peeved as a nation dealing with what we're hearing from uh, all these people talking about Tampa Bay is going to win the division when the Saints posterize them. And the only thing they're holding on to is the fact that the Saints gave up a double digit lead to, to this Tampa Bay team for them to win the playoff spot. So it's like, well, one playoff game makes up for four regular season, uh, 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 killings. No, 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 it doesn't. You won it. You came back. The saints basically gave, uh, that, that game over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and each turnover they had was gave them on a sharp field. Not credit to Tampa Bay. They scored, you know, but at the end of the day, you can't play playoff football. That was totally ridiculous and stupid, man. One of the worst playoff victories, uh, losses that we've ever had to endure from the who that nation was that Tampa Bay loss, man. That was absolutely repugnant to watch that almost as repugnant as that Minnesota lost the year prior. So at some point the saints have to all of, all of that, the years of playoff dysfunction has to culminate in strong play. There is no, there'll be no excuses this year going into it because the saints need to do handle the business. So of course, you always would deal with C-19. You'll have injuries to account for. That's a part of the game. And it's a long season because they cut the, remember they cut preseason down uh, and for two weeks and tacked on those two extra weeks on the regular season, which gave it a long season, which means pretty much the Saints will have to operate, operate using the practice squad as an extension of its active roster to kind of keep guys circling in when you have injuries bringing guys that's familiar with your system from the practice squad and keep this thing going like a well-oiled machine. And of course that they disrespecting Dennis Allen by saying that Dennis Allen was uh, a eight and won eight games as the Raiders uh, coach 10 plus years ago. That's why he's not going to win in New Orleans, which is totally stupid. I heard that jackass Jeff Saturday said that 
And I'm like, these guys, see, when they say something asinine like that, that just goes to show you that they're not doing any research. Nobody with a half a brain will go back 10 years ago and say that the reason why the Saints are going to win is because Dennis Allen was a young head coach of a terrible Raiders team. That's totally not the situation. You got to take everything in context, man. It's context. This is totally a total in, uh, inverse to that situation. This whole situation, you got you, you pretty much have the same offensive philosophy in the room of which, I mean, it was totally set up for uh, for success. Whether you had Eric Bieniemy or uh, or Byron Leftwich coming into this fold, the defense is so is so comfortable. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Comfortable is ridiculous. There's no pressure on the Saints except with the who that nation puts on them. Everybody else saying that they'll lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is fine. Let Tampa have all of the stress and the strain of dealing with the media pressure while the Saints fly right up under the rear, uh, right up under the other the clouds and, and knock the hell out of them. So we'll see. All right. So anyway, man, with that being said, yeah, it's, it's foolish. Thank you. Hoodie says big Q 80 likes and 160 of us in here. Spam the like button. Thank you, buddy. Good to see you, bro. Also subscribe. If you are new who that big Q, what do you think of Philip Lindsay? I like Philip Lindsay. Hoodie. I think he's incredibly productive. I think you can get him for cheap too. 
He runs inside and outside. He's a little smallish, but he does do the type of things that you would like a running back. He can't catch the ball out the backfield. I did see him block and do that, and he has some speed on him. So uh, can he stay healthy? He was productive last year. Uh, who was he with last year? I forgot who he was with last year, but he had he was doing he was putting in some work for him. I forget who the team he was with. But yeah, Philip Lindsay's not a bad back. That's the former Denver Broncos guy. But he played for somebody else last year. Y'all let me know in the chat who it was. Thank you, Hoodie. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, Lindsay's not a bad choice. You can get him for, get him for a premium too. Yeah. So with that being said, fam, I'm gonna uh yeah, I'm gonna close out on that. <laughs> Much love to y'all. I appreciate each and every last one of y'all, man. Randy says Marcus Spears and Nick Dan Orlowski are all the ones giving us props. Yeah, you got to. You got to get a Saints props because the reality is, despite all the stuff that happened last year, you didn't have a quarterback. You still won nine contests. <laughs> one more game, you get in that thing. A lot of people, a lot of teams imploded when that happened. You look at the Carolina Panthers. When quarterback play was not was an issue and they, quarter, they weren't getting it, they imploded. They just fell apart, and it's hard. Let me tell you something. When when one or two units are, are, are carrying the day, football is a team sport. That means all three units of the team have to play well enough to help the team win games. We're talking special teams. We're talking defense. We're talking offense. These units, if each one of these units live up to, you know, the expectations, you're going to have, you're going to win games in the NFL. You're going to win games. And you look at the Saints overall, not only do they have the talent uh, on the field, but they have the talent coaching-wise. The consistency is in place for the Saints to keep doing what they're doing. We know Coach Payton steps out of that thing, but really what it does, too, is offers a bit of refreshment uh, in terms of Dennis Allen coming in, a new guy with fresh ideas, new coaches in there. But a lot of people understand seeing how they're choosing the Saints. People are picking the Saints to lose because Sean Payton's not there. Uh, well, they don't have Drew Brees no more. Jameis Winston, a couple of years off from a 30 intercept. They throw all that in there. But at the end of the day, it just gives you fuel for the fire to be better. And we know who the Saints working with. That's why the Who Dead Nation is excited about when you look at the Tyron Matthew signing. And, and we're still not done yet. You all know that, right? We still got some signings that people we're going to get, man. The Saints is a squad, man. Okay, thank you, KT Houston. That's right. Okay, thank you, bro. All right, Brother Ernest says, Miles Gaskin, the former. Yeah, I remember Gaskin. He's the Dolphin, former Dolphin player. Yeah, I remember him. Okay, he said the Chargers. I'm getting different <laughs> different people in here uh, saying different things. Steven says, hey, man, my name is Steven. Formerly ESPN, I would like, uh, he says, ESPN, I would like to talk to you. Do you have any contact information? Yeah, feel free to hit the email, bro, at the PRO Media Network at gmail.com. Should be in the description section below. Thank you, Stephen. All right, uh, Dan, what's up, Damien? Who that to you, fam? He says, Big Q, what's that, big dog? Been missing the show a lot, bro. Been working in film productions. Okay, $16 a day, also been a powerlifting. <laughs> I know it's something dealing with powerlifting there. But much love, brother Damon. Good to hear from you, bro. Don't 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 live, don't get a hernia, my brother. <laughs> Take your time on them weights, bro. Thank you, bro. All right, much love. All right, hoodie. Thank you, bro. He says, Big Q. Last question: Who do you want to see? He says, Who you want to see us up open against? Which team you looking forward to playing the most? Who's the toughest schedule we play? Well, I think the team that we want to see. A lot of people want to see us lined up against Tom Brady. I think that's number one. Atlanta. I mean, even though we consider Atlanta a rivalry, I think Atlanta 
to a degree is a lot of people, I ain't gonna say we looking past them, but I think based on all the stuff that's going on, when you have Tom Brady in your division, you know, uh, you would want to beat Tom Brady. And I think that's a big part of it uh, that we're looking at. So I would have to say Tampa Bay uh, for, uh, would be the team that I really want to see. Uh, hopefully we, you know, we uh, if, if it was in a cool world, we'll open up the season kicking their tails. But, you know, it's all good. Whenever we get them, we get them. But I would have to put Tampa at the top of the list. That's must-see football right now. Uh, thank you, Hoodie. Uh, Brother Thomas says, I think Peyton realized he kept getting in his own way, so he got out the way. Might be a blessing. Oh, it is. Thank you, B. Thomas. I think it is, Brother Thomas. Uh, Coach Peyton stepping away, man. He, uh, car, it, it, remember, Parcel said that. You stand too long, too, too many. You, st- you don't stay the same place. And it got, he did got kind of stale, you know, with Coach Peyton, man. You know what I'm saying? It got a little stale with him, but, you know, he was able to, uh, had enough courage to pull up stakes and say, you know what, fam, let me take a year off and I'm going to come back at this thing, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at Coach Payton. Thank you for all you, you know, all you've done and much love to you. Whoever you coaching, I don't care who it is, we're going to get them picks for you. We're going to fleece whatever team we got to do. And uh, when we play you, we, you know, we love you when we're not playing you, but when we playing you, we're going to show you some sports. That's you, you, you lining yourself up against us. So, I mean, it's all good, man. And such is life, right? Uh, B. Jizzle, that's a quick question, Q. Are, I, are, you, are I'm satisfied with our t- Are you set? Are I satisfied? Oh, you mean me? Am I satisfied with the tight ends? No, I, I mean, they're okay. Adam Troutman is the guy that's supposed to be the starter that he's supposed to take over that rum in his third year. We'll see if he can step up. I think he'll step up. I think Troutman, you know, his sophomore year was tough. Just when he was getting going in the season and he was rolling, the Saints was using him, and he got hurt in the game against Tampa that went down. And I think he comes back and with a and plays a lot better. But I still would like a veteran outside of Nick Burnett, maybe a Kyle, uh, I mean a, a Kyle Rudolph or somebody else to come and push that rum, man. And, and most of the guys you can get right now it won't cost a lot of money, man. You see what I'm saying? Uh, thank you, brother Thomas. Uh, I mean, uh, thank you, B. Jizzle, for the question and much love. Yeah, I agree with Kai. Kai said, give us the Bucks Monday night to open the season. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that, man. That's must-see football right there, fam. All right, Ramsey, who that to you, fam? Good to see you, fam. He says, uh, who would you take when healthy? Julio Jones? Jarvis Landry all day, bro. Julio Jones is washed. It's over for Julio, bro. I don't want nothing to do. Not because he was just an Atlanta Falcon person. I just I think I just think Tom is it's over from Julio. You know, I think I just no, I I know no no way shit. I would take Jarvis Landry because at least I know Jarvis Landry will give me the kind of production I leave. I don't think Julio Jones' body can stand up to the punishment anymore. All right, and KT says keep out a look out for Crawl, the tight end from Pitt. Yeah, yeah, he he caught a lot of passes, caught some balls from uh, Pickett, who the Steelers took. I yeah, I was watching Crawl. He has a good temperament. He's a big tight end. He could be an intriguing candidate to watch in training camp too. But I'm speaking in terms of veterans. You know, we need a veteran to come in there and kind of help steady the room. And Nick Vanette ain't it, to be honest with you. All right. All right. So with that being said, fam, yeah, I got you, Derek. He says the rookie crawl, good pass catching, can't block. Well, I see some footage when he was blocking. You know, I don't know if he's the best block in the world. He's big as hell, though. He's six foot six tight end with size or whatnot. But, yeah, he's looked at as more as a, a pass catching tight end. So the Saints know what they're doing, man. They they getting it. So I just want some veterans to kind of steady up a lot of the youngsters we got. All right. So with that being said, all right. Appreciate you. Uh, much love to you. Uh, uh, Hoodie said, Big Q, I'm going to 
uh, go to a team where we where they get picks. And, yeah, he said he's going to go to a team where they get picks and best players. Then after two years, he comes back to NOLA where he really steal picks and players from a team. I don't think he comes back, bro. I think it's over for him forever as a black and gold man. You, it's, it's nobody. This is a much wanted job. I don't think he's, they're going to bring him back ever again. I mean, I, I just think that the Saints, when Jameis Winston started winning, my only thing is when the Saints win a Super Bowl under Jameis Winston, that they don't try to take the Super Bowl and give it to uh, to Sean Payton and said Dennis Allen won the Super Bowl with Sean Payton's team. I don't want to hear none of that, man. I don't want to hear none of that stuff. Brandon Cormier, what's up, Brandon? Who that tell you, fam? Much love to the fam. I appreciate it. What's up, Tim? Who that tell you? Brandon. Uh, Randy says, Crawl ran a 4-5. That's not bad for a big-ass tight end like Crawl. We'll see, bro. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I still want that veteran. What's up, Uncle Paulie? Who that? All right, Kenneth says, uh, what up, Q? You think Tyron going to start yelling at Soroson when he blows coverages again? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Soroson, man, uh, is a special teams guy. But, you know, uh, like I said, athletic ability, Soroson uh, is just not there. He's a smart player, but he got he got athletic limitations, bro. We know this about Soroson. And I think he's just one of those heady players that you put on practice on the, on the special teams. And then he just goes and runs through a brick wall for you. But if he's starting for you, you have problems. Uh, if uh, a guy like Sorensen is starting for you because he, he's athletically limited, just to put it nicely. But so thank you, Kenneth, for your super chat, sir. Appreciate you as well. What's up, Iceman? Who that, brother? Good to see you on the chat, man. Hope you've been all right, Iceman, bro. Much love to you, fam. Good to see you. All right. What's up, Melvin? He says, still looking to sign Quine. That won't come to much later, my brother, but I'm with you on that. All right. So with that being said, I'd like to thank all the family members for spending some time with me tonight, y'all. We'll be back tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow, fam, is the schedule uh, day when they release the schedule on Thursday. We'll know exactly the times and what's going on this, that, and the third. We'll do that. We'll also talk some more Saints talk. We'll open up the phone lines for the family members to chime in their thoughts on the schedule as well as the moves the Saints are making. We'll open up the phone lines and allow you to chime in. What's up, Colorado? Who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. Hope you're having a good uh, day as well. All right. I hear you, Linda. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, fam, y'all hit the like button if you hadn't already hit it. Hit the subscribe button if you had already hit it. Uh, hit the share button and share the stream on your social media feed and with other Saints family members. And like I said, I shall return tomorrow and we'll talk some more black and gold talk. So I appreciate y'all. Feel free to check out the pro shops as well, fam, and get the new Jameis Winston gear. Hold on, fam. Let me see if I can share this with you uh, at the pro shops. Uh, feel free to check out the new Jameis gear. Hold on here. Yeah. Uh, check out the new, go to the pro shops and check it out, fam. Uh, the link should be in the description section below. Some more, a lot of gear we've been adding to the pro shops, man. Y'all know that's our merch and we got crazy merch over there, man. If you go and check out some of the gear we just released and I think it was the other, what was it? I forget, man. We released some, we just released the Mopel gear. Pelican get a, a new uh, Coach Green shirt. You got to, you got to, uh, what do you call You got to fight. That's the new one that's just released on the Pell merch. So you hit the Pell link and check that out. But this is some of the gear that we have. It's called the Unshakable Faith jersey. And it's Jameis. And you see right there a cartoon representation of him. It comes in all kind of colors, white, gray, sizes, colors, everything, and sizes. And you can see right here, go up to five damn X. So, I mean... <laughs> And then if you kind of bust it for money, it also opens the payments plans as well. I mean, so it's really no uh, secret. Day. So if you want to support the team and the platform, 
you can check out and get you one of them Jameis fake jerseys right there uh, as well. And it's also, man, it's the, um, as you can see right here, the Jameis fake gears for women, men, good material too on these, on these shirts and gear as well. So like I said, and there's also other gear that we got available to trust the Dennis gear. And I, a lot of people is giving Dennis Allen issues, but let me tell you something, man. Dennis Allen coming, picking up after Coach Payton. He ran a really solid draft. He went after Tyron Matthew. And Dennis, I, I got to give it to the man. The man is handling the goddamn business. So trust the Dennis. We know this came from one of the, the trust the Payton uh, that was that was created by my dog, uh, Suede. Nice. Trust the Dennis. He's out there. <laughs> and if you got some bad teeth, you better trust the Dennis. <laughs> Because listen, you get to trust the dentist, man. You go to the dentist and get them teeth fixed. But anyway, trust the dentist for the Saints. And he really took care of business in a major capacity. And like I said, it come in all kinds of colors and sizes as well. So you can feel free to check them out at the Pro Shop. The link's in the description. So with that being said, fam, I'm going to holler at y'all later, man. Uh, and uh, we'll be back on our Thursday stream. And we'll talk some more black and gold. Hold on before I go. Let me give a shout out. Brother Thomas says, off topic. Uh, but the King's about to fire Mike Brown before he <laughs> started. <laughs> I heard that he got hired, man. So I, I don't, you know, it, Brown, I thought, you know, I thought really they should have hired Mark Jackson. That's a whole nother story for a different thing, man. All right. So yeah, make a talk to Dennis shirt. I hear you might. <laughs> All right. Thank you, brother Thomas. Appreciate the fam. I'm going to holler at y'all tomorrow. Who that to you? I love y'all. Y'all be safe and peace. Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deed. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit for Sway. Maybe DC or five. Show you subscribe in the views inside the Saints locker room. High talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton, New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we be golden black, ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No beast quake, bounty gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma, all we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah, you're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.